What's going on, everybody? This is the Feed to Embiid. I am your host, Austin Krell, and we are going to do sort of a, a re- game recaps for the first two games the Sixers have played this year. Uh, we're going to start off at the Boston Celtics, they, their season opener. The they were this is the first game they've played since losing in five to Boston in the second round of the playoffs, and to be honest, not much changed. Um, the Sixers sort of played the Celtics close for the first half, and then the second half was really a completely different story. The Celtics blew them out of the water, um, really beginning in the in the fourth quarter, but they sort of put the clamps on, took a lead um, at the end of the towards the end of the third quarter. Um, the Sixers, as they usually do, started out pretty cold from the field. They only hit five of twenty six from the three point line, which against the Boston Celtics or no any team really, much less the Boston Celtics, is just not going to be enough to win. Um, they do drop it one hundred and five to eighty seven, and to open the season, um, Dario Saric in twenty three minutes, three of eight, zero for four from three. 6.6 rebounds. Robert Covington, 34 minutes. 3 of 10 from the field, 2 of 7 from 3 for 8 points and 6 rebounds. Embiid, 37 minutes, 9 of 21 from the floor, 1 of 4 from 3, 4 of 5 from the free throw line for 23 points, 10 rebounds, um, 5 turnovers still. Ben Simmons played 43 minutes, um, 7 of 14 from the field, 5 of 10 from the free throw line, for 19 points, he had 15 rebounds and 8 assists to go along with 4 steals and 3 turnovers. Markel Fultz, his first game as a starter, uh, 24 minutes, 2 of 7 from the field, 5 points, um, and 1 free throw. 3 rebounds, 2 assists. He only played 3 minutes in the second half, 21 in the first half. Um, J.J. Redick off the bench, 30 minutes, 7 of 17 from 3. Um, sorry, 7 of 17 overall. Two of eight from three, 18, or sorry, 16 points. Um, did nothing else, really. TJ McConnell, 22 minutes. He played the majority of Fultz's minutes in the second half. Um, two of five from the field of one from three for four points and three assists. Um, Landry, Landry Shamit, Landry Shamit, 13 minutes for the guard. 0 of four from the field. Um, one of two from the free throw line for one point. Amir Johnson, 11 minutes. One field goal, three free throws for five points and three rebounds. Jonah Bolden played one minute. The Celtics, on the other hand, um, they got contributions really all over the place. Tatum was the story. He was a superstar for them, as he continues to be. 23 points for him. Uh, 16 for Marcus Morris, who was a sniper. Um, Jalen Brown had 12. Hayward had 10 in his debut. Kyrie had 7 on 2 of 14. Horford had 9. Um, but the, yeah, their depth just hurt the Sixers once again. Baines hit two threes that were backbreakers. Marcus Morris played great defense once again. Terry Rozier was phenomenal. Um, you know, this team always hurts the Sixers. So, um, we're going to look at a couple things of them. First, in this game, <clears throat> the most apparent issues were winning athleticism and depth. You look at Robert Covington and Dario and Dario Saric, those two simply cannot defend the likes of Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. 
they just can't do it. And what this hap- what happens here is Celtics keep putting you through this this sort of the the switch cycle where they keep having you they keep running running you through screens that eventually get you to switch on the matchup they want. And so what so they'll just keep running Dario Sharge or Covington through screens until eventually they end up on Jason Tatum or someone that they know they cannot defend. And this exploits the Sixers and it kills them. So the Sixers need to figure out who has the athleticism to defend on the wing and where does their depth coming from in this lineup? Who on this bench can can provide them with some points? Because the bench is one of the best benches in the NBA and the athleticism just ruins this, the Sixers team, both on offense and on defense. Because on defense, the, any, they have five guys who can guard one through four, one through five. So the Sixers also can't get up shots because they can't get around anybody. Um, so unless they change their game plan or their scheme, the Sixers are not going to beat the Celtics team. Um, and then secondly, Fultz just sort of floats around. He was sitting, he was floating around the corner in the, on the on the baseline area a lot, not really getting aggressive or trying to take action. He did make, um, as I said, two shots. Um, one was a driving layup from an outstanding pass by Ben Simmons. The other was a was a free throw line jumper that he made. Took two free throws. Both looked the same. One went in, one was off. Um, but you need him to be more aggressive. Then last night, the, the Sixers welcomed the Chicago Bulls to the Wells Fargo Center. Um, there was the Bulls' season opener, the Sixers' second game of the season. I was in attendance, and it, the game did not disappoint. Um, the Sixers won 127-108. to The game really wasn't even that close. The biggest change in the game was that the Sixers shot 12 of 36 from three, and 27 of 30 from the free throw line. And that's how they blew this game out of the water. Embiid, 30 points, 12 rebounds. Simmons, 13 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists for his first triple-double. His 13th triple-double in 83 career games. It took Magic Johnson 100 games to get to his uh, 10th triple-double of his career. So that shows you the path that Ben Simmons could be on. Robert Covington, 20, minutes, 20 points, um, 4 of 11 from 3. Sharich, 13 points, 10 boards. Um, but really the story of the night was Markel Fultz. Fultz took, actually took the most shots of anybody on the team. Um, and he looked okay. He was very hesitant. A majority of the game, there was one, uh, possession early in the game where he was wide open for a corner three and instead sort of dribbled in and passed it off. So that was one of his, really one of his worst possessions of the night. He settled down, uh, finished with five and 15 from the floor he made his first career three. The Wells Fargo Center went um, went crazy. Um, it was a big step in the right direction, I thought, for Markel Fultz. Um, but more on that soon. Um, Amir Johnson, 13 points for him, which is actually a pretty good night. Landry Shamit turned out to be a, a very nice surprise and something that they can build off of. Uh, 12 points on 4 of 7 from 3. A beautiful assist um, in the middle of the game. McConnell, 4 points in 5 minutes. Um, Redick, 24 minutes, 10 points. So, obviously, Fultz hits the three. Place goes crazy. And it's, it's, this weird, it's this weird thing with Markel Fultz in that, and I sort of liken it to to when you have, you're trying to set up a Wi-Fi router, and it's like you have four different things to get to. It's a connect to, to this, connect to that, connect to the system, connect to whatever, to get to the final thing you want to connect to. 
and then it, all three links check off, and then the last one, it, it breaks down, and then nothing works. That's sort of where Markel Fultz is. You can see the athleticism and the speed, the ability to sort of be crafty, to change speeds, to be shifty, to sort of have that – he has that that look to him like this kid, this kid is a stud. And then as soon as he sort of gets the ball in his hand, that's when the connection breaks down. So it's almost like he's getting every you know, he's getting there, getting there, getting there, and then something within his head breaks down, and then the entire thing breaks down. So I think that with time, he's just gonna have to learn to get comfortable and just shoot the ball because you're not gonna score if you don't shoot. And I don't, I said this a thousand times. I don't care if he shoots 15 air balls in one game. I want him to shoot 15 shots. Because the shots are going to fall eventually. He's an NBA player. The shots will fall. But nothing's going to come from him not doing, just from him not kicking shots. So I was very happy that he took a three and made it. One point that I want to make is that maybe we're, as fans, putting too much pressure on Markel Fultz. He's a natural point guard. He played the point guard position in college. Um, and then Jerry Colan- or Brian Colangelo drafted him with the intention of him being a, a, a shooting guard. What if, you know, he had whatever injury? I have air quotes on that because maybe, you know, there's speculation it wasn't an injury, it was whatever. We'll call it an injury. What if, you know, that coupled with being tasked with being the third face of a franchise at age 20, along with having to learn a new position that you're not comfortable with, all while trying to play at the highest level of basketball, that could intimidate anybody. That would scare the crap out of anybody. Maybe that was too much and he just broke down. And that's where that's all this came from. Maybe we're putting too much pressure on him to shoot when in reality he's acting instinctually. I saw him at least four times last night hit a cutter or hit a shooter on a beautiful pass. And it occurred to me that this kid has very natural point guard instincts. Maybe we're putting all this emphasis on his on his jump shot when in reality he's doing what comes natural to him. So maybe we have to readjust our expectations and say, what is this kid good at? What does he play? What is his position? And maybe it's not his fault. And so I think it's going to take time for him because I think he has to learn the shooting guard spot. Also trying to figure out where he's comfortable and how, and how he can play his game. I do think that it's going to take a a long time for him. I don't think he's going to be a 20 point scorer all season. I think he'll have some great games and some not so great games. I think he's basically, you know, in my opinion, he's on a rookie curve because really he is a rookie still. Um, will he get to a point where we're convinced that he's the guy who we need him to be at this season? Probably not. But will I, I do believe that he that by the end of the season we'll be a lot more confident in him going forward than we were coming in. I think people have to give him a chance to just build on 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 his progress and be himself. And with time, I I I am of the belief that he will become what we need him to be. Um, Embiid and Simmons look dominant last night and beat 30 points on 9 of 14 shooting only took three threes 12 of 14 from the free throw line uh 12 rebounds four blocks only two turnovers so mb really had a great game very efficient 14 shots to get 30 points made 12 of 14 free throws that is the kind of game that you want out of mb every night low volume threes low volume of field goals high volume of free throws understanding his body and his size that what he can do and that he doesn't have to take bad shots. And to get those 30 points, I thought was a tremendous game for him. Ben Simmons, an easy triple-double. He got it really in the middle, in the third quarter. He could have done a lot more damage, but he didn't have to because they were up by 30 points, really. 
Um, five of eight, made all three of his free throws for 13 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. This kid's going to be an all-star this year, and there's nothing you can tell me to, otherwise. He's just, he just he, he's made a, a lot of progress, and he's that good. Um, so those two led the way. And then finally, the Sixers' defense. Early in the season, you don't you shouldn't expect the Sixers to be a dominant or to pick up where they left off defensively at the end of last season. Um, this is because, and I learned this in high school, when you have one guy, so this, this could be Markel Fultz, this could be Landry Shamit, this could be, um, well, yeah, it's going to be one of those two guys because everyone else doesn't really play. But, you know, when you have two young guys on your on the floor, they don't, they're not really there yet defensively. So as soon as one makes a mistake, it causes the entire defense to collapse and then that ruins the entire thing. All it takes is one chain to break for the entire for all it takes is one link to break for the entire chain to the for the entire chain to fall apart. So, in the first quarter, the Bulls were toured. They could not miss. They had forty one points. They had a fifty eight by halftime. And this team is supposed to be a lottery team this year. They had fifty eight by halftime. The Sixers had sixty five by halftime. Second half, the Sixers turned it on. The Bulls only had uh, thirty five uh, points through. Three quarters. No, sorry, they only had thirty-five points in the second and third quarters total. Um, so they really turned it on in the second half, and they got back to where you wanted them to be defensively. They still need to make a lot of improvements, but that's going to come with Markel Fultz and Landry Shamit learning on the fly. So the Sixers win one hundred twenty-seven to one hundred eight um, in their home opener. They are one and one on the season. They are one and one on the season, and their next game is tomorrow night against the Orlando Magic at home, seven thirty tip off. I will be in attendance once again, and we will see you after that game against Orlando. The Sixers, I believe, in that game, they definitely should be favored, but they they will be favored by, as of now, um, 12 and a half points. So this should be a dominant victory for the Sixers against Orlando Magic tomorrow night. They are 1-1 one one going into that game. They should be 2-1 coming out, and we will see you back here after that game. Real quick word from our sponsors before we get out of here. Um, give me one second to pull that up. Do you like shotgunning beer? You want to increase your shotgunning time at parties? Go check out our boys at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. It is also a bottle opener, tab puller, vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. Check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra, Cobra, the, the, the King Cobra Co, Cobra with a K. For a 10% discount on all Cobra products, enter the code TRUSTACOBRA10, all caps, all one word, pick up yours today. This presentation and its name is protected by U.S. copyright laws, reproduction, and distribution of the presentation without written permission of the sponsor is prohibited. Copyright the fee to MB 2018. We will see you tomorrow night at, after the Sixers take on the after the one and one Sixers take on the Orlando Magic. Seven thirty tip off. Sixers favored by twelve and a half points. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you tomorrow night.